and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We are your hosts, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you doing this week? Not bad, Tyler, not bad. Well, you're not chilling, and I think it's I think it's obvious why you're not. None of us are in this situation. Uh, we have not a particular movie to talk about this week, but we have an industry news to talk about this week, and that is, in case you're living under a rock, the coronavirus. The coronavirus has hit America big. Took a month or two after China for it to happen, but it has done so. And with it, it has come with the cascading effect of just about everything closing down. You have sports postponing a couple weeks up to a month of games. You have theme parks like Disney, Disney World, Disneyland, Universal closing down for a few weeks. And movie theaters aren't closed yet. But studios see the writing on the wall. People aren't going to go out. So they're pulling the movies. So before we started recording this episode, uh, when we planned this out, there was only uh, one big movie uh, being pushed, which was No Time to Die. Uh, that got pushed from April to November. However, in the past 24 hours, a lot has happened. Uh, we have smaller movies like uh, Peter Rabbit or A Quiet Place Part 2 being pushed off to Fast 9, a summer blockbuster. That's uh, coming out next April. And now Disney has stepped up. And Mulan, which already had its L.A. premiere, will not be coming out next weekend. Uh, the New Mutants, the X-Men horror movie, which has been delayed for two or three years at this point, will get another delay. And, yeah, I mean, this is only the start of it, I feel like. Mike, with all this news uh, coming out pretty quick, um, the Hollywood industry is moving pretty fast on this. What was your initial reaction to all, all these movies being pulled so quickly? Well, I mean, I understand why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. But it, it's still a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of hype around it. I mean, it's it's a smart thing because what they're doing now is trying to reduce the infection rate because right now it's kind of infecting rapidly, which I think uh, is the scariest part about it, and um, which is what kind of has everyone in the uproar that everyone's in right now. Um, but I just found it extremely interesting on how how it completely affected the uh the movie industry like it took it by force it really did yeah and then you brought up the uh containing the spread i think for the studios themselves it's more of a lack of money um case in point disney did release a pixar movie uh in between all this panic about the virus onward uh, it came out last weekend it only opened to 40 million dollars with good reviews so while February was fine, you know, Sonic made a lot of money, Bad Boys made money. Um, with the movies coming out now, there's clearly uh, sm- the virus is starting to take effect at the box office. Uh, so for Disney, anyway, yeah, when you have a major blockbuster like Mulan coming out, which has already suffered, because uh, considering that was mainly geared toward China, and theaters aren't open yet, I think it was smart for them to pull it. And I mean, yeah, another thing to bring up is this is not just affecting. Um, current movies that are coming out. This is affecting movies supposed to come out next year or productions. So, for example, Mission Impossible. They were starting to film some early scenes in Italy for Mission Impossible 7 next year. That's on hold. Nope, yep, they're on hold. Not a movie, but the, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They were almost done finishing the series. They were in Prague shooting. Well, that stopped and they're sent home. So, he you're going to see not only movies being pushed out summer, fall, 
rapid succession. Um, but you're going to probably have a lot of movies that were set to come out next year. They're probably not coming out until 2022. Nope. This is a fact. And I think some studios, I, I don't know if some studios are going to make it through this. going to be honest. Um, Which studios in mind? I think, well, for M- MGM, moving No Time to Die was clear um, survival move because MGM instead of going through a major studio to distribute their movies, they have now started to self-publish or self-release uh, their movies. Um, they did that with The Adams Family last year, and they go under uh, United Artists Releasing. So they're trying to make that a big distributing studio. Uh, no Time to Die was their moneymaker. That was their headliner, with Universal handling the international distribution. So for them, No Time to Die is their money maker if that does not make close to a billion that studio is fucked and there's already reports that apple may be in talks to acquire them if that movie underperforms you can see apple buying that studio by the end of the year and that will be huge that would be huge that would basically give apple tv plus the entire james bond collection for streaming that's another set of movies that really doesn't have a home yet uh either on netflix or hulu apple tv plus in case people don't know uh, Apple is a company. They have $250 billion in the bank. They want to buy them, they can. So that's something to think about. The major studios will be fine. Obviously, Disney is going to have a hard time, though, with the parks closing as well. Yeah. Look, looking at the quarterly numbers, um, Disney parks take up about 30% of the income. So having most of the parks closed at this point, that's going to hurt them. Box office movies aren't coming out. They're going to they're gonna suffer a bit, but they have money to get through. Um, Universal will be fine. Comcast controls them, so that's fine. AT&T has Warner Brothers, so they'll be fine. Paramount's a bit shaky because Viacom, CBS is a... I mean, they're not a stable company. Yeah. No, not really. Uh, yeah. Um, which makes sense why Paramount is immediately just pulling A Quiet Place too, even though you know people already had early previews, people said it was great. I think, honestly, though, the biggest people that are going to be hurt here are the movie theaters. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely inclined to agree with you. I mean... Movie attendance has drastically dropped yep. since the outbreak has started. And, you know, Mike, I assume you've seen articles over the past few years where, like, oh, more and more people are not going to the theater, right? They just want to go. So that's why you have the subscri- subscription plans and all that. Well, now people are just not going to go at all. <laughs> yep. And, you know, sometimes people can be fearful. Let's say this is cleaned up by May or June, for the most part. Obviously, we'll never be completely gone. But, how, like, they might be open up for Black Widow opening weekend in May, but how many people are actually going to take the risk? They might not see Black Widow till June or July. Like, you're, This you know, is like, very true. Like, yeah, if it was Avengers movie, people will be packed up, lined out the door to go see it. But, I mean, people aren't going to go risk their lives to go see a Black Widow movie or, you know, Mulan. It's just not going to happen. So, and also, I mean, if I break it down even more, the uh, <laughs> employees... Obviously, they're paid hourly. You know, from what you've heard about AMC and Regal, you know, obviously, benefits aren't the best. I tell you this, free tickets don't pay sick leave, you know? So no, they do not. Um, obviously, they're going to suffer even if they don't close. Their hours are going to get drastically cut. You know, if they make two or $300 a week, they'll be lucky if they get $100 now with the hours they work, maybe less. Um, and then obviously, if they close completely, I don't know if they can even collect unemployment. So a lot of... The, the Hollywood industry is definitely taking a hit with this virus. I, I think more than people think. 
Well, I think it kind of shows due to all these big movies being pulled. Because it's not like they're small movies either. Mulan is a pretty big release. Uh, the No Time to Die is also equally as big because not only is it the final film in this uh, anthology, I guess, but I guess. Daniel Craig left to run it, James Bond. Yeah, no, so, these, yeah, these are huge movies being pushed back. And honestly, if things don't look good in about three weeks, I'm going to say Black Widow gets pushed as well. Yeah, I think it might. Yeah, I mean, Black Widow against one like Disney was not going to have a big year regardless. If you have two of your blockbusters unperforming, that they can't let that happen. But um, I gotta say, New Mutants is a cursed movie. Oh, <laughs> that movie's so cursed. But I do want to pose a question to you: with the theaters being not closed officially, but let's say for the next three weeks, four you know, four weeks, whatever, people are going to be in their houses. Do you think? there will be an increased demand of streaming content because obviously people will be streaming stuff. Do you think this would cause an effect of the Hollywood industry to at least short term, maybe put some more content up there? Maybe, but I mean, that being said, it wouldn't be any new content because there's, there's been no room to shoot new content. That's true. So it would just have to be like, Oh, and it's kind of rough on Disney Plus, for example, because they kind of, as soon as Disney Plus went live, they threw everything on there. So it's only new content that's coming on. It's it's kind of rare to see them drop an older Disney movie on there because they're already there. Yeah, the um, only movies being put on Disney right now, like, oh, they just announced Black Panther. That's only because Netflix had it with the previous deal. It's not like they were holding it back on purpose. Yeah. I mean, Netflix might be able to swing more HBO might be able to swing more because, you know, these companies are going to want to put their movies out there so people are watching them, so they might be getting better deals from, like, HBO, Netflix, stuff like that to have their content on their services. But I don't see it being a huge increase. I think that's fair enough. I think, for the most part, the movies that are being pushed back, I don't think they deserve to be just put on streaming service. Um, The only one right now... I would say is like the new mutants. Like honestly, put it on Hulu as a big hot, you know, blockbuster exclusive that could help. But like Mulan obviously will not not be on it. And I think I think you're right. Um Netflix well, I think might go to studios and be like, Hey, for your smaller movies, like we're willing to pay extra if you give it to us. Yeah. Maybe. Um another opportunity they might have is home premieres. What do you mean by that? Cut out the middleman for a slightly cheaper price than going to the movie theater you could stream that movie right to you for a one-time viewing and you have to pay like a ticket every time there has been services like that before i remember one where it was i think it was 50 dollars to rent it for 48 hours well 50 is a little extreme i'm talking like yeah because let's say you go to amc and it's Mm -hmm. 60 dollars for a movie ticket right yeah. Well, in this time, let's let's just use Mulan for an example, right? Because Disney isn't getting the full sixteen dollars, correct? That's true. Yep, they're not. So, what if they said for a limited time on Disney Plus, pay thirteen or fourteen dollars, and you can watch the new Mulan in your house? I see where you're going with this. Um, the issue with 
the way you set it up is that the theaters would basically that the way the theaters would push back is that we're not going to show any of your movies. Now, is that basically committing suicide? Yes. But for, like you said, for Disney, like if they wanted to do that with Mulan, the theater will be like, okay, well now we're not showing Black Widow. We're not showing, you know, your next, you know, princess movie. And then Disney will be like, well, we kind of want you to. So they'll be like, well, then you don't stream Mulan like that. The service I mentioned earlier with $50, the reason why that one was priced so high was the company assumed that, you know, you would bring friends over, right? Because there's obviously no way to check how many people are watching. So it was so high. So it was like, okay, well, instead of you and your friends going out, you all meet up in one house, bring, you know, food, drinks, you pay the one time fee and then you're good. Now, I mean, I'm not saying a service like that would be successful, but I was thinking more on the lines of uh, HBO Max is starting soon. It's starting up in May. What if they speed up some of their releases? Birds of Prey just came out. It honestly kind of flopped a bit. You know, it's supposed to be on Blu-ray in May, June. What if it's a, it's a premiere movie on HBO Max? Day one. would be, uh, you know, most people didn't see it. True. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think if, a- if anything happens, I think Netflix and HBO will open up their wallets and try and sign some content over. But like, like you said, I mean, no one's going to make anything exclusive for these services at this point because it should be over in a few weeks and a few months and there's no time to just get up on film, especially when uh, I'm seeing reports on Twitter and all that. If one or two crew members uh, get coronavirus, the entire set gets shut down. Yeah. Um, t- you know, Tom Hanks got it. Tom Hanks got it. And he was filming the Elvis Presley biopic movie and that production is now shut down so you can't really film anything at this point anyway that is correct so yeah i i think it was definitely good we talked about this um obviously we don't have any well at least i don't have any final conclusions about what this is going to do uh really we're just going to see the repercussions for this for uh years to come uh i think really and it was already not looking good at the box office this year. There was no massive movie. There's no Star Wars or Avengers level movie coming out, let alone multiple ones like we had last year. It was already going to be a quiet year. Now it looks like uh, congratulations, ba- congratulations, Bad Boys for Life. You might be the highest grossing movie worldwide this year, just under five hundred million. <laughs> I don't know. I think they'll squeeze in fast, whatever number we're on. Oh no, that's already set to April. Ooh. Fast 9 is now next spring. But I'm kidding. I, I do think unless we literally hit apocalypse level uh, pandemic here, I do think Black Widow will come out. It'll make seven, eight hundred million. Uh, yeah. Mulan, if Mulan comes out in China and America at the same time, that's another seven hundred million there. It's just kind of funny how like Bad Boys was put in January to kind of fail. And now it's going to go into summer as the number one movie worldwide. Yeah, it's not that scary. Yeah. Uh, before we finish up, Mike, did you have any uh, other thoughts about the uh, the coronavirus and uh, what's it doing? No, I can't say that I do. Just everyone stay safe, wash your hands, use hand sanitizer, make sure to wipe front to back, you know, just all the normal stuff. Yep. And another good tip for people if you are able at this point, you know, until Purell actually comes out or wet ones, he gets, uh, Get your hand on some wipes. Wipe down your phone. 
now take two seconds wipe down your phone you're touching it all, you know a hundred times a day you know you're not supposed to be touching your dirty hand with your face you're also touching your phone so that small tip apple did come out and said at least for their iphones it's okay to wipe them so take that extra step indeed but mike if anyone has any thoughts about how coronavirus is uh screwing over hollywood big uh where can they let us know well, if you guys are disappointed that some of your favorite movies are getting pushed back till until further notice, feel free to let us know which movies they are, and you can do that by sending us a direct email at entertainmentexpansionoutlook.com. But, but don't be so formal. Send us a direct message. Leave a comment under our latest post on our Instagram page. Also, you can find it under Entertainment Expansion. And finally you got to check out the YouTube channel. There's a lot of good content there, especially if you're going to be stuck in your house. What do you got to lose? Check it out. That's a great plug right there. I mean, if you're looking, if you need some advice on what movies to watch, what you shouldn't watch, you know, we do have a nice little YouTube channel that can help you out. You know, especially some latest videos, you know, best 2019, worst 2019. Got some good picks in there. But uh, that'll be it for this week's episode. Um, we have moved some things around with the lack of movies now definitely coming out. We will be speeding up our director series a bit. So on the next episode, as a little preview, we will be talking about a director we both very much enjoy, Edgar Wright. So obviously that means we'll be talking about Hoffa's Shaun of the Dead, World's End, and I believe it's uh, Baby Driver and Paul, right? Am I missing anything? Oh, mm-hmm. oh Scott Pilgrim? Paul. Yeah, it's Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, okay, yeah. See, Paul, I'm try, Paul. I'm try and watch that. Yeah, we will see. But uh, yeah, you have that to look forward to. Otherwise, thank you for listening, and see you then.